This is the LexisNexis New York Legal News Podcast. Litigation news stories from New York courts as reported in recent issues of LexisNexis Mealy's publications, current and targeted legal news and litigation reports. LexisNexis Legal News, nominee in the ABA Journal Blog 100, the best legal blogs as selected by the ABA Journal's editors. A federal judge in New York has reluctantly granted the Securities and Exchange Commission's motion to approve its $150 million settlement agreement with Bank of America. The ongoing action alleges the corporation misrepresented that it would pay discretionary year-end compensation bonuses to Merrill Lynch and Company executives as part of a merger deal to acquire Merrill Lynch in violation of federal securities laws. The Southern District of New York judge in granting the SEC's motion held that if he were deciding on whether to approve the proposed settlement agreement solely on the merits, he would have rejected it as inadequate and misguided. But he said approval of the proposed consent judgment is proper because he is required to give substantial deference to the SEC as the regulatory body having primary responsibility for policing the securities markets, especially with respect to matters of transparency. The consent judgment requires Bank of America to pay $150 million to its shareholders that were harmed by its alleged misrepresentations and omissions. It will also undertake a series of remedial actions over a three-year period. The Securities and Exchange Commission on February 25th filed a complaint in the Southern District of New York against the former Director of Operations at Bernard Madoff Investment Securities, alleging he helped perpetrate Madoff's fraudulent scheme. The SEC alleges that his director of operations, Daniel Bonventure, knew of the company's vast investment advisory operations and the billions of dollars deposited by investors with it, knew that those funds were not used to purchase securities on behalf of investors. It says he aided the scheme by falsifying accounting records to hide the firm's multi-billion dollar liability to investors and that it used investor funds to artificially improve its revenues and net incomes. The New York Court of Appeals held in mid-February that fraudulent medical documents submitted to a no-fault insurance carrier to receive payments for unnecessary or unperformed treatments are business records for purposes of finding a physician guilty of falsifying business records. Tatiana Kisina, a specialist in physical medicine and rehabilitation who treated accident victims at a medical facility in Queens, was convicted of two counts of insurance fraud in the third degree, and two counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. The charges arose out of a 100-count indictment against the owners of the facility and several licensed doctors and personal injury lawyers. Cassina told the state's high court that the false business records submitted to the insurance company fall outside the penal law statute at issue. But disagreeing, the Court of Appeals held the penal law at issue, quote, proscribes no limitation or preconditions on the types of persons who may fall within the ambit of this crime. Nowhere does the penal law state that outsiders or third parties not employed by or agents of the recipient enterprise are immune from prosecution under this statute. A New York Supreme Court justice has said he will not reduce or set aside a jury's $22.5 million award to a man who contracted polio more than 30 years ago while changing his daughter's diaper after she had received Letterly Laboratories' Oromune oral polio vaccine. Dominic Tenuto was 31 and a supervisor for a Wall Street securities company when he contracted polio from the feces of his daughter, who a month earlier had been given a second dose of Oramune. 
Oramune was developed by Letterly in 1963 to replace the original injectable vaccine developed by Jonas Salk. Letterly has since been bought by Wyeth, soon to be absorbed by Pfizer. Tenuto alleged that one of the components of the vaccine exceeded government standards for virulence and that Letterly knew but did not warn that the vaccine could revert to its wild state in the human digestive tract. Letterly claimed it was not responsible for Tenuto's condition because it had provided adequate warnings on the Oramune package insert for the time in question. Richmond County Supreme Court Justice Joseph Maltese presided over the trial. He said Tenuto, now in his 60s, has sustained almost 30 years of past pain and suffering before having his day in court. He had physical and psychological injuries as a result of his contracting polio. The judge said it cost Tenuto his job, his marriage, and the loss of enjoyment of life. For LexisNexis Legal News, I'm Michael Lefkowitz. A New York federal judge has certified a class consisting of all shareholders of American International Group stock from October 1999 to April 2005, as well as those that held the common stock of HSB Group and American General Life Companies when they were acquired by AIG. Lead plaintiffs, Ohio Public Employees Retirement System, State Teachers Retirement System of Ohio, and Ohio Police and Fire Pension Fund, filed the proposed class action in 2004 against AIG, former CEO Morris Greenberg and others. They assert claims of bid rigging and allegations of accounting improprieties. The lead plaintiffs allege the defendants made numerous and repeated material omissions and misstatements that resulted in the artificial inflation of AIG's stated financial assets. A company that runs a popular video-sharing website has denied accusations by a group of record labels that it is guilty of copyright infringement for posting and hosting videos that contain the label's songs. Vimeo LLC has filed an answer in New York federal court with affirmative defenses, including Safe Harbor under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Vimeo says it has not engaged in any infringement of the plaintiff record label's works, let alone the massive and knowing infringement asserted in their December complaint filed in the Southern District of New York. Vimeo claims additional defenses under the First Amendment's free speech rights and the doctrine of substantial non-infringing use. In their complaint, Capitol Records, Caroline Records, and Virgin Records America claim that many of the user-posted videos feature, contain, or even consist entirely of pre-existing musical works, including their copyrighted works. The labels point specifically to lip-dub videos in which users record themselves lip-syncing to a song. The labels say Vimeo benefits financially from the lip-dub videos in the form of advertising revenue. Vimeo is asking the court to dismiss the complaint with prejudice and awarded costs and attorney fees. A federal judge on February 16th denied a request to create a narrower subclass for injury and damages issues as part of a class action lawsuit that accuses New York hospitals of violating federal antitrust laws by conspiring to depress nurses' wages. In July 2008, Northern District of New York Judge Thomas McAvoy certified a class of registered nurses with respect to whether there's been a violation of antitrust law and whether there's been an injury to the class that the Sherman Act was designed to prevent. Judge McAvoy denied the plaintiff's motion to amend to additionally certify the issues of impact and damages as to a narrower class of registered nurses. A number of New York hospitals were hit with class action lawsuits alleging the health care providers conspired to keep their nurses' wages at artificially low levels. Visit the LexisNexis store for all your legal book and software needs.
The store offers thousands of titles to help you in the practice of law and in managing the business of your legal practice. You can reach our e-commerce site by clicking on the Store tab at the top of the LexisNexis homepage or by going to LexisNexis.com store. For further information on these and other New York cases, visit www.lexisnexis.com slash mealies. LexisNexis Legal News New York is written by the editors of Mealy Publications, current and targeted legal news and litigation reports. The LexisNexis New York Legal News Podcast, copyright 2010 by LexisNexis, a division of Reed Elsevier Incorporated. LexisNexis, total practice solutions. I'm Steve Bursler. Thank you for listening.